Hello, hello, and welcome to Expat Chronicles. It's been a while. Lizzie and I, um, we've been doing some, uh, some things, some conferences. We've been out here trying to engage people on the new AI that's coming, and we'll get into that in another episode. But um, actually, I would love to introduce someone that I have known for a while now. Lizzie, you've known um, Abigail, Abigail for, a for a little bit, yeah. and and we are so happy to have her on this podcast. We're we're happy to have her speak her voice and share her knowledge, etc. So, with further ado, let's introduce Abigail. Hello, Abigail. Say hi. Hi, hi, everyone. How are you? How are you doing, Kim? Lizzie? So hey. great to see you guys. It's great to hey. see you. It's great to have you on here and stuff. And and we're just we just happy to start back this podcast with you, of course, because such a lovely human being, and we're so happy to have you here and to just be with us. So, without further ado, welcome to Expat Chronicles. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. All right. Excellent. Okay. So let's just go ahead and dive into it because, I mean, we have so many questions. I want to, you know, and of course this gives me, even though I know about you, this gives me even more insight to learn even more on what you do. So um, first of all, just to give a bit more dive introduction, um, Abigail is from Jamaica. She is Jamaican born and she is one of the many Jamaicans actually here abroad, which is absolutely amazing because honestly, for me personally, and I don't know if this is for you, Lizzie, I didn't know the extent of the Jamaican community here in the UAE until I met Abigail and she introduced me into that world and I was just like, wow, okay? Because um, growing up where I grew up, we did have a Jamaican community because I am, my family background is Belizean. And that Caribbean community was very strong in Chicago. So growing up there, it was, it was the norm, but going abroad, it was something that was not the norm, especially in places like South Korea, you know, the Asian countries, Thailand, et cetera, and all those things. So to come to the UAE and to meet Abigail and to see how vast the Jamaican community is was just amazing and lovely, honestly, it was very lovely. Uh, what about you, Lizzie, like? <laughs> oh, so I've met a couple of, I've met a couple of Jamaican people, um, go to church with a couple of Jamaican people, um, some of them speaking to our lives. We are very close friends with a Jamaican couple. But I think one of the few things about Jamaicans is, look, I'm, I'm African. The first thing I wanted to check is the Jamaican accent real. <laughs> or oh, it's just one of those fake things Bob Marley used to use to sing and make him famous. So um, I think with, it, my first question, if I were to ask a first question, is what would you say makes Jamaicans unique? That is such a great question. And you guys are so right about Jamaicans being everywhere. Like, I mean, I think it's so funny. Jamaica only has a population in the country of two million. So there actually are more Jamaicans outside of Jamaica um, to spread across the diaspora than inside. I think what makes us unique is just the love that we have for our country. Mm -hmm. Like you always see those memes like, how do you do it? I was Jamaican. And it's person like decked in, you know, black, green, and gold from head to our <laughs> yes. toe. Um, so for us, it's really a deep pride that we have. I mean, even Jamaicans, you think about like first generation, second generations, 
folks that didn't have a chance to live um, on the island itself, but their family is Jamaican and they've, they've had that culture um, background. Um, they just love the culture and they'll say it's their first culture, even if they were born somewhere else. So I think for us, it's really the love of the country and the love of the culture. Um, and there's just so many other things, Lizzie, I could go on and on, but I would say definitely first that that pride that we have um, definitely in our culture. We could definitely say that Jamaican pride is very strong. It, it, it is. You're right. We know the colors. We know a Jamaican flag when we see yeah. one. You know, it's, it's like it's no doubt about that. We we <laughs> that that's that's pretty clear without a doubt right. and, and stuff like that. And I thought that was actually funny because I never thought, like I said, I grew up around a lot of Caribbean people and Jamaicans, of course, was a part of that. And I never thought about the accent. People actually thinking, oh, this is made up. When Lizzie said that to me, I was like, what? <laughs> Seriously, because yeah. everybody thought Bob Marley's accent was made up so he could become famous and sing like that's his his, mm. his artistry accent because he's the most yeah. famous and I think Jamaican. People always like people always get a bit confused when they see like say a white Jamaican or a Chinese Jamaican, yeah, or you know like Italian Jamaican. They just never really know where to place them because you know you think about the Caribbean, you think about you know folks descendants of of African, you just think black dark skin, yeah, right? right? But there's so we are literally a mel melting pot. Like our motto is out of many one people. Mm -hmm. So there's so many different people that make up the Jamaican culture and that you know we definitely claim. But when those people then go out into the world, I know sometimes their Jamaicanness is questioned. Um, they may have the strong accent, but people are just like, oh, are you really Jamaican or are you taking on something? <laughs> so like Bob Marley, he has a, a white mother and a black dad. Right. So I know he got that a lot too growing up. Yeah. All right. So my question is for you then, because you mentioned how, you know, like you're, of course, you love your land. You, I know you just came back from Jamaica. I'm jealous. All right. Next time, take me with you. <laughs> take me with you next, next time. Summer. Yes, next summer. Actually, I, I think, oh, we're planning mm -hmm. actually, just a, as a side note, we're actually planning Greece because it's Lizzie's 40th birthday. <laughs> and so, Lovely. yeah. So, so that would be very exciting. But that doesn't mean I can't, you know, try to squeeze in two trips in one. But, um, but my question for you is what, what motivated you to leave Jamaica and move to the UAE? Yeah, yeah that's a good question. So I've left Jamaica uh, maybe more than 10 years ago because my first time leaving when I, when I was um, 18. So I left after high school and moved to the U.S. for college. Mm -hmm. So I did my undergrad there, then I did my master's degree, and I was working for about four years. Mm -hmm. um, so I didn't leave directly um, from Jamaica to the UAE. I was in the U.S. a bit. Um, and for me, I always knew the U.S. would never be my forever home. I knew I was going to go there, get my education, get some job experience, and then see life beyond what the U.S. had to offer. Right. Um, so when I started to look into different places across the world, you know, I work in higher education, so I work in college administration. I had to look for places that, you know, universities are strong, the, you know, opportunities are strong for professional development or even as an opportunity to learn from like a different culture and a different place. Um, so that's how I landed on the UAE. When I was doing my research, I had, you know, met, you know, people online who had also made that switch um, to the UAE, working in education. And then I started to do my dive deep research, right? So I went on the Facebook groups. I started yes. to learn about other people's experiences. Mm -hmm. I started to talk to other Jamaicans like who lived here. Um, so I didn't kind of come into it blind. I mean, I have never visited, I never visited, visited the country before and had like very limited knowledge. Right. Um, but obviously as you know, living in the UAE, you can't go based on what's on Google. You have to talk to people right, to yeah. get that real and true experience. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what, it's like I knew the US wasn't going to be forever and I wanted a new experience. 
um, and something that was different. And I think the good thing is that I was encouraged, like, you know, encouraged by my parents, encouraged by my family, mm-hmm. encouraged part. by my friends. I think the first yeah. time I phoned my friends, they're like, wait, what? Where are you going? Right, right. <laughs> um, but none of them also <laughs> this side of the world or, um, yeah, to the UAE. So for them, it was all new. But just knowing me and the type of person I am, like, go-getter and, you know, explorer, um, traveler, mm-hmm. they weren't kind of surprised that I landed here. And that's actually how uh, Abigail and I met on um, when she was doing her deep dive. She asked, I think you had just gotten a position in um, at AUS in Sharjah. And so she was like, does anybody live in Sharjah? And, you know, I mean, I've I've met people before I answer. (laughs) Look at the photo. All right, okay, she seems okay, all right. And then, you know, and I'm like, yes, because a lot of people don't realize in the UAE, of course, when people think of the UAE, they think of just Dubai. Right. That's yeah. the first thing that yeah. comes to mind is yeah. that Dubai is the UAE, you know, and of course, yeah. the UAE is more than Dubai. We have what, seven Emirates, yeah. then yes, seven, seven, you know, seven states in the in the in the UAE. And, you know, and and people are everywhere. And for us, yeah. you know, Sharjah, unfortunately, gets such a bad rap. Yeah. And I'm just like, when she said Sharjah, I was like, let me just, let me dive into this real quick before, yeah. you know, someone comes and says, why are you in Sharjah? <laughs> don't, you know, don't, Sharjah is horrible, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. And so that's actually how Abigail, Abigail and I, excuse me, um, met. We met, you know, through that interaction and stuff. And I like, and I love that about her because not a lot of people are open to putting themselves out yeah, there and those social media sites and yeah, stuff and true. saying, hey, you know, I'm coming and responding. It's not even. It's not even just me responding. It's them actually responding yeah. back. Because that's always that yeah. that that. And then actually meeting each other and and saying, you know, and saying, hey, how are you? Because there's plenty of time I've met someone online and gave them advice and say, hey, let's go for coffee. And then coffee never happens. So that yeah. was it. Yeah. And I think for me, right, too, Kim, I'm so grateful because I came during COVID, right? Right. So oh, yeah. There was also no real. Ex- opportunities oh. for any kind of right. you know social experience yeah, you're but right. it was inside or it was during a period where a lot of people had left so like when I came on Facebook and I met you and you were obviously my, you know my first charger friend and then that first I think it was the second weekend that I was here you mm-hmm. know you offered and you took me out we went jet skiing like that just meant so much to me because I'm like oh. listen it's COVID everybody's inside I'm not even meeting people from work right there's people I didn't meet that I worked with I only saw them online I met them like a year after because of all the COVID right. restrictions and people living at home so for me, that first month was really, really important. Um, so like having someone like you, like we never met before, but we right. met online <laughs> and then in person and then just realizing that we had so much in common, like, you know, the Caribbean background right. um, was really helpful. So for me, it's like always about, you know, making my home wherever I am right. um, and not shying away from experiences and meeting people because that's a part of the experience too, right? right. And I said different things for different people, but I know for me, Maybe that's a part of the Jamaicanness. Like I went enough on myself and <laughs> just find people everywhere, you know. But I love that about um, you. I, you know, because not a lot of people are like that, and that's something like you know that we we look for in people when they're traveling abroad. Because that's one thing we want. Like for me personally, I want everyone I come in contact, whether at home and stuff, to experience going abroad, living, you know, and not everybody has that opportunity. I'm well aware of that, you know, but I see just how just in a box some people are when they don't leave and explore the world outside of the U.S., outside of of their little hometown even, because I even have friends who barely made it outside of their little hometown, and I'm just like, you know, there's more out there, and, you know, for me personally, I was also 
called like how your family viewed you as you that go-getter that person who was you know and for me it was the same it was like oh you're that you know and I'm just looking like am I but though am I really though <laughs> like I don't think I am like I'm just you know like because even my first trip abroad was to a country I'm gonna be honest I didn't even know it was on the map yeah, where it was on the map. Sick, I was just yeah. like, you know, like, I didn't know the language. I didn't know where it was on the map. I was just, you know, it was one of those. But like you, you, I had the support of my parents. And mm. I think that was very, it that was vital. That you, It does. It makes a huge difference. You know, like, they hate to see you go, but they want to see you go. Yeah. You know, they want to yeah. see you grow and, and do things that they could probably never have done or thought of doing themselves. Because... And that's the, Lizzie, you have kids. Yeah. That's what you, you that's, know. That's what you wish for for your kids. And I think, um, especially with moving, um, culturally, you for you, you come from a culturally rich mm. background. Very like rich. Like Caribbean, <laughs> it's, it's culturally rich, right? And then you move to the States, and then you move to the UAE. There's obviously going to be... Um, some differences, cultural differences. Um, I know I faced a cultural shock when I moved to the Middle East for the first time. I moved to Qatar, Doha, and it was a, a cold shower, a, a real cold shower. So any, any challenges, any, I don't know, stories you faced with just culture-wise, how was that for you? Yeah, that's a great question, too. And I think I, think I didn't feel... As um, I said, the shock didn't really hit me, I think, at first, because I eased into it. As I mentioned, I came mm -hmm. March 2020, mm -hmm. COVID, a lot of people were inside, right? So even for work, I was meeting people slowly. So, you know, it wasn't like I came and, you know, where I am, the university, we have over, over like 90 nationalities. So I didn't meet all those 90 all at once. You know, it was like a slow thing. And I think, you know, people were just so warm. They were so welcome. They know I came here by myself. You know, no husband, no kids, no family. Um, so they readily kind of like took me in, which was so nice. Like I think about the Emirati woman that I just worked with when I when I came. They were just saying, you know, do you need anything? Anything we can help you with? Um, I have you know an Algerian coworker and a Syrian coworker. They were like, you know, let us know what you need. Anything, you know, we have you. Took me out to lunch, showed me places around Lovely. town. Mm -hmm. um, so that was really really helpful, um, especially those first month. I mean, the first two months. I think something that was definitely a shock, which is. Less about the culture, more about COVID, but I had I got COVID twice. <laughs> and uh, the first time I had to be quarantined, yeah, I had a bracelet. I yeah, that's I right. Go I remember that. Get that tracking bracelet. <laughs> and yes. I was mortified. I'm like, I'm in a foreign country. <laughs> I, you know, I have no family here. I just have to rely on friends. What do I do? Um, but, you know, I think that was helpful, right? Because I did, fell in love with Taliban, the good Taliban, yes. right? Yeah. And staying inside. But I think for me, that was something that I was just like, okay, thinking about healthcare and how serious they take things, right? Like mm -hmm. I had COVID mm -hmm. when I was in the US too, mm -hmm. and it was never this like high level security or just like high, you know, um, um, I guess like need to to track, you know, the folks in the US but was... coming here. That was definitely, that was something that was shocking. I remember getting off the plane and when I got picked up from the airport and driving to where I am, just seeing how many fast food restaurants yeah. that were that hit that are here. I don't know. I just I just assumed the Middle East was more like greens and 
I don't know, healthy food and then like <laughs> eat all that junk. I was like, oh wow, they eat like all this junk food and yeah, all this do. is from the US, right? Yeah. They so as I said, some mm-hmm. of this like some of the day-to-day research I just didn't do. I was like, you know, I'm gonna have God guide me and just figure out this experience as I as I go. So, you know, every now and then there'll be something that would be interesting. But um for me, I was able to like easily integrate and easily, you know, meet locals and granted or experience for the most part was, was limited to the workplace um it was still you know a pleasant experience um as i supervised most of them which was cool yeah. yeah and i think and i and i and i and i think that with your with your experience with locals because i feel like i mean we've all had experiences with locals right yeah. but what i love about your job especially is that it a part of it is that integration into understanding the Emirati cultures. I know I've seen mm-hmm. on your Instagram, etc. You know um, the trips that you guys would take and learning about you know the different um, why they they burn oud, you know and. Yeah and things like that and 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 that's another thing why you know with Sharjah I always like to say you know a lot of people don't know that Sharjah is the cultural emirate of the UAE mm-hmm. they really pride yeah. themselves mm-hmm. on sharing what emirati culture is about and some people forget mm-hmm. about that they yes you can go to Dubai you can party you can do all of these things in Abu Dhabi as well and you know and stuff like that and not saying that yeah. you can't have a good time in Sharjah but Sharjah is that is that moment to really experience the culture of the UAE. And I'm yeah. so happy that you were able to come into a university and come into a school that was able to share that. And and Emirati women especially are very, I don't know, I haven't, I haven't had an experience where I didn't find them very uh, friendly and welcoming and right. opening and stuff like that. And so that's another thing that's like you said, it's a big, it's a big deal when you go into a culture and uh, a country and how the people treat you. It's yeah. it's a huge yeah. deal. It a it's huge a, deal. You know, what, regardless of your nationality, you know, because we can even go, I can go back to the U.S. right now, and, and that's supposed to be, my, you know, a country I was born and raised in, and still not be treated as I'm being treated here, you know? Yeah. And, it, and, it, and it, it does affect, it does affect you. I mean, that's probably why we're now, I'm about to hit eight years here. Lizzie, you're about to hit how many? <laughs> Nine. Nine years, right? Abigail, you're you're going on your what? Your like two, two and a half. Two yeah. and a half. That's it. It seems it feels so much longer. Oh my god goodness. I know, I know. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Wow. I, I hope you stay and with us. You bring up a good point. I think about like Emirati culture and I wish more and more folks come here and especially do like the desert safaris. And I mean, I fell into that too when I just came, right? You do the desert safari, you do, you know, you get the food, you go on the 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 doom bashing, you go on the, right. the camel, and then you go into like the belly dancing yes. and fire thing. <laughs> it's a lovely I'm like, experience. that's not even Emirati, right? right? I wish yes. there was more spaces, right, especially yeah. I think with Dubai, mm-hmm. um, that they would capitalize more or market more mm-hmm. the Emirati culture, because I think there is so much to learn and it's so interesting. Right. And it goes way beyond what you can read on Google or see right. um, like on a YouTube video. Right. So I think mm-hmm. definitely being. Um, at a university, you know, we have really strong um, cultural clubs here for our students. Yes. Um, and they're able to, you know, when it's like UAE National Day mm-hmm, or, yeah. you know, when it's Ramadan um, or just like mm-hmm. throughout the semester, there's so many opportunities for us to just learn, for students to learn, um, for students who are new to the region, yeah. for students who are even not new to the region, but new to Emirati culture. Um, we're just able to learn. I love that your um, school does that. that. I absolutely love that yeah. you're, you know, like this year for us personally, um, 
our some of our students were able to do something similar to yeah. that and just to yeah. see just how the you know it, it was a learning experience for them you know not only were they learning about you know uh, Palestinian culture they were learning about Indian culture they had to deep dive and learn about France they had to you know yes, all of these these different cultures and of course it couldn't be as many as we would have liked but it was great to see them really take the effort to actually do the research yeah. and learn yeah. about this and and I mean you know I, I'm sure your school is just as probably extravagant as ours is where they they dress up they yes. they'll they'll spend the money to dress up and look like them yeah. and 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 really be that you know even some of them learn the language yeah they cook true. they cook the food you all know and all, oh yeah the food is always good but <laughs> I'm, I'm always here for the food but um right. yes it's 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 uh, it's something that it's it's appreciative and I think that comes from a lot of their because every year they have you know uh, what what they yeah the celebration and they have a title and I think that came from the year of tolerance I yeah. think it was where they they were welcoming all cultures building you know to where they've even built the Hindu temple yes. and welcome so those from Israel and stuff like that so yeah. that was showing that we we understand that there are different cultures here and we want to welcome them all so that was something that was that was great I have a question for you Abigail I want to I want to ask have you found any similarities between the Jamaican culture, culture and the Emirati culture would you say have the, is there anything that you would say is similar <laughs> I think how prideful people are in their culture That's like Emirati yes. they're definitely very prideful very, you know yes. of their culture mm -hmm. and they enjoy sharing it with others I would yes. say um, their love for food, I would say Emiratis definitely, um, you know, they love yes. their food. They're dabble in other cultures too, but Emirati food, they definitely enjoy. Like I remember when I, when I came and, you know, just like tea, like tea culture yes. or coffee yes, culture yeah. or karak and, mm -hmm. you know, having sweets in the office, yes, like that's yes. definitely, you know, Jamaican thing. You go to a Jamaican house, like you're getting some kind of cake or some mm -hmm. kind of sweets yes. or something to take home. Um, and I think obviously then like the love for family, right? right. For you know oh, Jamaicans, yeah. family Definitely. is at the forefront mm -hmm. at, at all times. Mm -hmm. um, I would say for Emirates too, like family for them, family definitely comes first. Um, so yeah, I would say those are um, some of the similarities I've seen so far. Okay. I, I I think it's very um, important to note that when expatriates meet, especially when you come from different, like Jamaica is like the opposite end of the world for me. And the Middle East is like the middle of right. nowhere for me. And when you come and you actually look at it, at the differences, you the assumed differences in culture, and then you find the similarities. It's it's always comforting because it reminds yeah. you your people. And there's yeah. always going to be these foundations, these foundational blocks that are similar. The love for food, yeah. uh, the love for sharing, the pride in who you are and where you come from, yeah. and 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 sharing who you mm -hmm. are and where you come from. I think this is something that that is highlighted, especially when you're here in a very big expat community. You tend to see that a lot. To see how people pride themselves in where they come from, and they want you to understand mm -hmm. about their culture and shade with you. And it's, it's, it's a great commendable thing, eh? 
Well, I mean, even for me, because even just like there was a lot, you know, me understanding through Abigail, there's a large Jamaican community here in the UAE. I was just as surprised to see the large Zimbabwean community here <laughs> with, you know, having known Lizzie and was like, wow, there's a lot of Zimbabweans here. And then, you know, me having to go to the map, where exactly? I know it's Zimbabwe. Okay, you know, all right, you know, and it's not a, Zimbabwe is not a huge country. Very small. You know, and so just, you know, it's 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 landlocked, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's landlocked. A, yeah, it's a landlocked country. And so, so for me to just, you know, having met you and then see, okay, he's Zimbabwean? He's Zimbabwean? Zimbabwe? Yeah. I'm just like... Wow. Okay. All right. Okay. We we see how this is going and stuff yeah. like that. And I guess I could say the same for Black Americans too. There yeah. is a large Black communi- American large community, community here as well. But just to see, just the you know, just these smaller countries, just to see and see how many people have come here unafraid, have thrived. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's and that's the most thriving here and just and learning and, and mm-hmm. it's I I I mean. I I love it, you know, just as black people in general. But I love to see that growth in that yeah. community because I always say that's something that I feel that in certain retrospect, especially with the black Americans, that sometimes we miss that community. Mm-hmm. We miss how to be with each other. And so, you know, and to see that with, you know, the Jamaican community, with the Zimbabwean community, you know, yeah, sometimes I get a little jealous. I'm not going to lie. I get jealous because <laughs> I'm like, you know, it, you know, it's so easy for them to call, you know, you call yes. and, and it's family. It's not even like it's just a friend. This is, you know, you meet them and next thing you know, it, that's family. family. And, yeah. you know, and I got yes. just a small taste of that during the expo when it was uh, when they had the Belizean um, uh, pavilion. Yeah. And oh, then, you know, yes. was able to go in there and, and, you know, meet, never met her, but my uncle knew her and my dad and was like, hey, this is family, you yeah. know, like, hey, you know, and stuff like that. So it, it is something, you know, that I, I find to be remarkable and I just love to see it always. And talking about thriving though, because you're thriving and something that I wanna share, I want us to get in, get this in before our time is up um, with Bear Vibes. And tell us a little about, about Bear, Bear Vibes. Tell us what that is exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Kim. So Bear Vibes is a Jamaican card game. Um, so it's a party style card game meant to just bring family, friends, those who love Jamaican culture together. So it's a mix of everything. We have five different categories. The first category is hum it. Um, so there's a Jamaican song you have to hum. Everybody has to guess what it is. There's it. dances. There's always Jamaican dances that are every different week. There's another dance. So somebody has to do a dance. You have to guess, guess what the dance is. There's also a Proverbs category. So it's like things that Jamaicans are, you know, passed through generations. Um, so there, there's Proverbs. You have to fill in the blank. There's that more like a taboo style um part of it so you know you have the word and then five different things below you can't say and then everything is related to jamaica and the last one being guess this so something like a jamaican something that's like an action that jamaicans normally do or is associated with a particular thing that you have to act out and people have to guess and for me creating a jamaican card game um came through when i was in college actually you know i started to play all these other games from all these different cultures well mainly american culture and i'm like oh we also have things that are fun and exciting why can't we do something that we 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 enjoy um so i just wanted to be able to provide this for the diaspora so currently still in jamaica in the u.s and uk and canada also in the UAE, because, you know, we have Jamaicans here, too. Yes. And I think for me, just being excited to see how people can come together, how people can learn. There'll be Jamaicans who played like, oh, I didn't know this, or, 
you know, I forgot this dance or like I didn't know this song. Um, so for me, it's just been great to see that because that's definitely the impact that I wanted to, to have. I need to come play with you because I want to see the challenge. I was like, you know, growing around Jamaicans, I was like, can I, you know, this is a challenge for me. What what exactly do I know that I, or don't know that I think I know, all right? Because I'm like, I great. need, you know, I need to be on top of this game as we well because, yeah, I'm, hey, I'm down for yeah. that. Yeah, let's totally do that because, you know, there's, you know, with that game, I just look at all, you know, the excitement that I see on Instagram with it, the people having a great time that, you know, and like you said, it's, you know, what is doing what games do, bring people together, have a good time, have a good laugh. And, you know, and I love the fact that you were able to come together and, and bring something like that to Jamaica because, you know, you, you, you don't realize that things like that are missing, yeah. you know, especially for yeah. your, you know, for your community, for your, for your country. Like yeah. you forget you, you're, yeah, we're used to the, you know, you come together, barbecue, you eat, you chat, you, you talk, yeah. you know, all that stuff. But sometimes a good game really brings that laughter and that fun and all of those things together. And, and I love when people leave saying that was a great time. I had a yeah. wonderful time, you know, right. like, you know, I love that feeling when people say, you know, we'll be back. We'll come, you know, we'll come, we'll come yeah. back next, next event you have, we'll be back. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think for me, right, especially with creating a game was just to show Jamaicans that it can be done. Right. That mm -hmm. our culture can be made into mm -hmm. like a fun way, which, which we know. Right. Um, and being able to inspire others to also, to also do that. Cause as I say, it does mean something like when you go into a store in Jamaica and there's all these other games right. from the U S right. and it's nothing to do with us. Right. Right. And it's like, why can't we? you know, also be on the shelves? Why can't we also be game creators? Um, because we can. So, you know, anytime anyone approaches me and asks me about it, you know, I'm really um, open and honest because I didn't see anyone else doing it before me. So I had to go into these Facebook groups. I had to meet people. I had to ask them, you know, vendors and yeah. marketing and yeah, trademarking <laughs> and all, yeah. the Spotify, oh, all yeah. these things, right? Because right? I, I never girl. seen it done before. <laughs> Yeah, right. it's, so, it's, yeah. I, and I love so that you did that. I love that you you went in and you said, you know, and not and and it's easy to give up on things like that because it is a lot between the trademarking and stuff like that. It's not easy, you know. And so I love that you you know you didn't give up on that and you went in and you said, okay, we can do this. This is for us, and we can share this, and people will have a good time. So I I love that you you definitely um, did went ahead and did that and stuff mm -hmm. um so yes thank you so much for that and like i said we do need to make that game night <laughs> we can plan well, that i think that's well, i have a copy possible. right in front yeah. of me here yes you have yes i need to get a copy from you actually just that's not, well we need to have coffee anyway so <laughs> need to catch <laughs> yeah. up with you properly <laughs> and stuff like that and so i know we've been all been busy and stuff we're we're finally taking a breath here but we're not done with expat chronicles of course because we definitely will be back and we would definitely love to have you back on um abigail this was a wonderful conversation it was great hearing and i feel like there's probably even more that we can talk about more that we can grow in because as you're reaching your two and a half years in the next who knows years who know, next year or even half the year who knows what's what's going to be you know available to us what's going to happen what's you know with the growth that that you know we have all seen in each other and stuff especially you abigail i'm so happy you stayed you didn't get ran out of here yeah. <laughs> especially coming during covid like you know having an ankle bracelet on you <laughs> like, that could have that would have ran anybody out of here <laughs> like, like oh you like, what is this right like, I'm out. <laughs> 
So happy you stayed. You stuck with us even in the heat because right now we are dealing with heat, people. Oh, yeah. Uh, it is hot, 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 hot. <laughs> All right, out there in these streets and stuff. So, you know, just, you know, knowing that you're here with us, that you're you're sharing your voice with us. Thank you so much, Abigail. We appreciate it so much. And Lizzie, you have anything? It's that... such a pleasure, Abigail. Thank you so much. Hey. Thank you. And thank you guys for this and for this platform. Definitely really important to get our voices out there. Oh. So continue with the work. Anytime you want me to come back, I'll come back. Oh, you'll, oh, you'll be coming back. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be coming back and you'll be coming back with video. All right. Just let you know. Okay, All right. Yes, definitely. Yeah. All right. And so thank you so much, Abigail. Um, we'll talk to you soon. Have a lovely day, a lovely weekend. Hopefully we'll see you. Maybe for, we'll see you for a hike tomorrow. We were just yeah. talking about that. Like <laughs> I think a nice hike would be great. Yeah. All right. So I'll talk to you later. Bye. 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 See you, bye. Bye-bye. Hey, hey, if you are loving Expat Chronicles, please remember to hit subscribe. We just want to say thank you to all our subscribers so far, and we would love to hear from you. So if there is anything you would love for us to discuss, please let us know. Peace and love.